You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. As a team, we're very excited. Um, we believe Window Glass Hill can be a lot bigger. Our overall, our total resource is 840,000 ounces, of which Window Glass Hill makes up uh, a quarter of a million ounces, so just less than one third. But we think Window Glass Hill Granite can host a much bigger system, and that's what we're testing this year as we wrap up the year. And we'll come back next year and have a dedicated drill rig drilling Window Glass Hill by itself. Welcome back to Mining Stock Education. I'm Bill Powers. And in today's show, we will be hearing an update from Executive Chairman of Matador Mining, Ian Murray. Uh, the company just released great results from the Window Glass Hill Granite Target in Newfoundland. So Ian, welcome back onto the show. And could you please review these excellent results with us and put it in context of your overall drill program and what you are trying to accomplish? Uh, thanks, Bill. Yeah, always a pleasure to have a chat to you and to share with you and your listeners. Um, what we're achieving. So as everybody knows, we're busy with the big drill program this year. One of those areas that we've focused on is the Window Glass Hill area. For context, there's a quarter of a million ounces at around two gram per tonne at that, in that area. What we've now identified through the combination of the AeroMag survey, plus following up with the auger, the quick and cheap auger drilling, is that the Window Glass Hill mineral resource is part of a much bigger system called the Window Glass Hill Granite. It's a granite intrusion that's come into the landform. And obviously granite is brittle, it's all cracked up. And the fl fluids carrying the gold came in later and the fluids have deposited the, deposited the golds into those, into those cracks. So we've drilled away from the, the, from the known resource and we've hit unbelievable uh, grades and width. So about Six weeks ago, we announced the previous drilling on this. So the margin of the granite where it joins the sediments, we hit 19 meters at 4.2 gram per ton. We announced about four or five drill holes. All of them had grade and widths. The highest one had 19 meters at 4.2, then another six meters at a gram, then another four meters at 1.9. So 19 at 4.2 is close to 80 gram meters. These results that we announced yesterday, a further six holes testing that granite uh, margin, we hit in the highest hole 32 meters at 2.6 gram per ton, which works out to be 80 gram meters again. So good grades, good widths, uh, certainly looks economic. This is 50 meters away. So we did the first fence, four holes in a line. We've now stepped away 50 meters and drilled again. And we fit again in, in all the holes, good grades, good widths, and we've got another 12 holes to the northeast over a strike length of 500 metres that we're going to be testing on this granite margin. So 500 metres as a, a, a footprint for a new discovery area uh, is good. However, it's better than that because this window glass hill granite has a strike length of three kilometres and, uh, and across it's about 500 metres. The current window glass hill resource occupies less than one third of that area. So that shows you how underexplored this window glass hill granite structure is. Last year, we, we to the southwest of the re resource on the granite structure, we hit grade and width, and we thought it was a new uh, discovery area. We've now realized that this is all part of one big system, which we've now called the window glass hill granite. So a further 12 drill holes to come from the margin itself, 
Plus then there's another 12 drill holes from another target area within the granite and about another six holes from the infill drilling within the uh, Window Glass Hill historical resource. So as a team, we're very excited. Um, we believe Window Glass Hill can be a lot bigger. Our overall, our total resource is 840,000 ounces, of which Window Glass Hill makes up uh, a quarter of a million ounces, so just less than one third. But we think Window Glass Hill Granite can host a much bigger system, and that's what we're testing this year as we wrap up the year. And we'll come back next year and have a dedicated drill rig drilling Window Glass Hill by itself. So I'm looking at figure three from your recent press release and it holds CRD 277, the 32 meters at 2.6 grams per ton. That was virtually from surface, we should point out too, right? Yeah, that was from 11 meters from surface. The other one that I mentioned, 19 at 4.2, that was seven meters from surface. So these gold systems start at surface, they're undercover. And I think, as I mentioned before, one of the challenges for previous explorers is the transported material. They could never explore underneath the transported material. And we're showing this year that by looking through the transported material with the aero, benefit of the AeroMag surveys, we can see the structures. We then test with the auger rig to ensure that there's gold in the system. And then we follow up with the diamond drilling, and that's where we get these sort of grades and widths. So it's very consistent, and it's uh, predictable, and it looks like a very big system. And over the next three months, as you pointed out, you're going to have no slowness as it relates to drill results, auger results, right? And then perhaps another winter drill program upcoming also? Yeah. So we've still got about, ah, it's about 45 to 50 drill holes still to come back from assays. Um, That's another 6,000 meters of drilling. Um, We will, our summer, call it summer program, because it's very late in the season, but the winter hasn't kicked in yet in Newfoundland or where we are near Port Basque. Um, So we'll keep drilling for the next week or two and then uh, close down for the season. But you're right, we're now planning our first winter program, which we've never done before. And that is subject to the weather getting cold enough and freezing so that the road access on the ice roads is safe. Uh, And then we're planning uh, to start in February, probably for six weeks, again, depending on the weather conditions, and we'll drill somewhere between 3,000 and 4,000 metres in in that program. And then we'll have a break. And then given that we've got our team that we've built up this year in country, we'll we'll probably have a month's break and then have um, the, the summer season start again in late April, early May, and carry on all the way through to late November, December. So it's good having the team in country. Uh, we get more drilling out uh, uh, through the year from from the team and, and obviously from the drill rigs as well. So, yeah, the company is building up nicely and the drill results are, are stacking up very, very, very well. Let's talk about your exploration team because the Canadian Institute of Mining just uh, awarded you the 2021 Newfoundland Explorer of the Year. Uh, why do you think they gave that award to you? And maybe talk a little bit about the players on the team that are leading this exploration team. Yeah, Bill, it's a great honour to win awards like this, especially when um, there's 75 TSX-listed companies doing something on the island. We're the only Australian-listed company. So for us to win the award, uh, awarded by our peers, is great recognition of the team. And you you mentioned it, the the team that we've built up there. So Warren Potmer is our exploration manager, very, very smart structural geologist, uh, oversees the targeting, oversees, he brought in the AeroMag strategy, he brought in the auger drilling strategy. Um, 
And it's using the science first. So let's understand where we've got the highest probability of having exploration success, economic exploration success, and then roll out with the drilling to test uh, the highest uh, priority targets. The person working with Warren is Crispin Pike, who's a St. John's local. He's born and bred in Newfoundland, um, and he's built up a team around him. So Crispin and his team on the ground are doing the hard work. Uh, Warren, uh, who's unfortunately still stuck in Perth and can't with the border controls in Western Australia, hasn't been able to get there in the second half of, of, of this year. And he has been overseeing uh, the, the exploration strategy and, and, and helping define the target areas. And we've had good exploration success on the back of the targeting that we've done and rolling out the systematic strategy. I think the other person I'll give credit to is, is Kerry Sparks. So Kerry Sparks uh, used to be the uh, chief geologist at Franco Nevada. He retired, I think, last year, retired back to St. John's, so another Newfoundland local. Um, we reached out to him. Kerry's an, a technical advisor to our board. He catches up with Crispin uh, in St. John's, and they talk over the exploration uh, strategy and techniques and, and what's looking good, what, what's working, what isn't working. Uh, and obviously, they chat with, with Warren via Zoom and telephone as well. So it's a great team that we've got of very, very clever geologists doing what they do best. You've been in London recently. Anything you can share about your meetings in London? What were people asking you in terms of Matador mining? Yeah, well, the meetings in London uh, followed on from uh, when we were at Precious Metal Summit in Beaver Creek back in September. And there's a lot of interest on what's going on on the island. So I mentioned the 75 TSX companies there. Some are doing lots of work. Some are doing very little work. And investors are trying to work out who's doing the work, who's doing real work, and who's just playing the neurology play. So it's very pleasing to present to people exactly how busy we are. So with two diamond rigs, or let's start, the Aeromag program flown, 16,000 line kilometers flown. Uh, then the auger drilling. So we're the, we're the first people to fly this high-resolution Aeromag on the island. We're the first people ever to use auger drilling to test through, through the transported material. And then we've got the two diamond rigs, and we're busy with a 45,000-meter drill program. This summer season, we'll complete around 20,000 meters. As I mentioned, in winter, three to 4,000 meters, and then back straight into it uh, for the next season. So just sharing with the investors how active we are, uh, the, the, the drill results still to come through, the winter program. Um, yeah, so it's, it's pleasing to see how many people are interested in what's going on on the island of Newfoundland. Ian, as we conclude, uh, in the past, you made the argument that Matador mining is undervalued uh, relative to peers on the island. But even beyond the island, you know, how is the market valuing you? I think you're Australian 70 million right now. You have a resource, you have a scoping study. But as you've explained here, you're really looking to expand this resource. Yeah, but yeah, at the moment, share price has come down. Yeah, gold price has come down. The whole sector's come off, but we've really been hit. Market cap around 70 million. Australian, and we've already got a resource of 837,000 ounces. So that's roughly $75 per resource ounce. Um, plus, we've got all the exploration upside. And as, as I've shared, uh, we believe Window Glass Hill Granite hosts a much bigger system than currently is, is within the Window Glass Hill mineral resource. Uh, we've already done the scoping study over the 837,000 ounces, which shows us that there's at a starting point a seven year mine life. 
in the first four years, producing around 88,000 ounces of gold at sub 800 US dollars an ounce, a very low cost operation. Capital payback of just over one year, roughly one and a half years for seven year mine life, based on the current resources. And we all know that with the exploration we're doing, those resources are going to grow. The mine life will grow. The annualized production will grow. So incredibly undervalued. Uh, and we just need to get, I need to get the message out there to more investors to make them aware of, of what, what a compelling story it is with a good exploration team and a good exploration strategy. Well, thank you for coming on my show today to make investors aware of the opportunity. It trades in the US under MZZMF and also in Australia as MZZ. Ian, thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you, Bill, and please keep well. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10-for-1 returns as there is in small-cap and micro-cap mining stocks. Concomitant with that, if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks too. I just started to study up on mining stocks and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well, or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident and just do your work as best you can. Do your very best, but don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents, but it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on miningstockeducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.